before we get started, if you love what we're doing on the Church Sound Podcast, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen on. Check out our YouTube channel. And if you want more information, go to our website, www.churchsoundpodcast.com. See you in the Matrix. Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast, where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Could you hear the pastor? What about your live streams, social media? We provide solid solutions for all of your multimedia needs. Let's learn something today. Let's go. Yes, yes. Welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I am your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson, along with the good pastor. Pastor Kayla Winley, guys. How y'all doing out What's there? What's up with the delay, man? What's up with the delay? What's you know, like, did I, did I shock you? What happened, bro? No, you didn't shock me. What are you talking about? I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. You're just, you're just, <laughs> nah, a, I'm here, bro. I'm here. A scotch. Like, anyway, welcome to a episode scotch? number 73. What is a scotch? <laughs> It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a southern term, a southern a, term. Yes, I'll yeah. it's, it's a scotch. Anyway, welcome to episode number 73. Yeah. I'm glad you decided to join us. Sure. If you decided to hit play, send, review, yeah. whatever you decided to do, to join us, we appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing and take a moment, whatever you're doing right now. Right, right, right. Be in a car, you're in a crib, you're in a gym, you're just run, running down the track, you're on a bicycle, on your motorcycle, in your car, whatever you are. We want to thank you and just take you. the time to share with yeah. somebody that may need it. Today, we're going to talk about transitioning. Yeah. Transitioning from ministry to another ministry. We got a great, great, great guest. Yeah, Before yeah, yeah. we bring him in, let's pay some bills. Yeah. Can we do that? Yes, sir. You sure? Let's get it. I want to thank our sponsor, Metro Podcast Studio, the hottest podcast studio in New York City. If you happen to be in the New York City area, you need a very refined, professional, podcast recording studio hit them up metropodcaststudio.com for all of your podcasting needs it be remote recording mm-hmm. be multiple streaming platforms um, they have a beautiful facility in downtown Manhattan hit them up metropodcaststudio.com for yeah, all of your podcasting needs so I'm gonna Dude. pass I'm gonna pass the ball oh pastor so he could do what he does you know uh-huh. <laughs> So the brother that we're going to bring before you guys today is a, a man of God that kind of I rocked with. Yeah, Strong D, brother. Strong D. Strong D. No, 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 no. Strong D, man of God. Man of gold. Okay. Yeah, God. <laughs> strong D, brother. I'm from the Bronx. So the I, anointing I is on that, brother. I need strong <laughs> D, brother. Strong D. All right, cool. Whatever. <laughs> Some man of gold. <laughs> yes. Yes, I feel better about myself right now. <laughs> that um loves the Lord, man. Loves absolutely loves the Lord. I know him. I know his kids. Um, I've I've been in the trenches with him, and I just want to take this opportunity to introduce you to a great man of God who's gone through a transition, and that's why he's here today. And so, for all those that are connected and those that are listening, you the next voice you'll be hearing is the sound of Pastor Hassan Weldon. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing good, doing so good. I appreciate you guys for having me on the podcast today. Hey, it's amazing. You know, it's it's funny. You know, you know, you, you, you did a pastor thing there. You know, you did that, right? <laughs> you know, you know, you did that, right? <laughs> okay, okay. So the next voice you hear, <laughs> where is we at? <laughs> where, where are we, brother? <laughs> the next push we hear after the after the thirteenth song we sung this evening. Right. Who the man of God? After the offering. After the offering. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the oh. show, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank it's, it's good to see you. It's great to hear your yeah. voice. Um, I miss you on Sundays. Yeah, I know. I do. I do. I miss you on Sundays. I do. No you know, doubt. I miss you grabbing your level, brother, because. We 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 know you. <laughs> you was a you're a minstrel minstrel. So we appreciate we appreciate your gift, man. Yeah. And um, 
we just excited to have you, man, because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there, a lot of people that have gone through transition from a church to another church to another church that right. happen to be in a ministry um, where you are a prevalent part of it right. and then transition to another ministry. Not only, not only that, to another state. Yeah, regional. Yeah. Yeah. In, another, yeah. in another region. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure you can speak to a lot of people who are in that position, who are... Um, going to be in that position in yeah, the future, yeah, yeah. and who are like in the midst of making a decision. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the decision is the hardest part. But before we get into that, I want to get too deep too early. <laughs> we do this thing called Sunday School. All of our new listeners out there, this is yeah, what we man. do. Sunday School is the funny stories that we tell in church amongst each other that we may deem hilarious to the public. And today we have a guest minister. We have the man of God, Strong D. <laughs> the man of God, Strong D. Pastor Kassan is the man. And I'm like, so let's get ready. Okay, class is time. It's Sunday. Time school. for Sunday. No doubt. <laughs> and so what are your three points, sir? Give us Come your on. three points. Um, I think my three points will be the phone that doesn't turn off. Okay. Um, all eyes on me. All eyes on me. And okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and just um you know, interrupting the pastor's sermon. Interrupting mm. the pastor's sermon. So the first one was what? The phone. The phone that won't turn, turn off. off. Yeah, the phone. That's, that's not like off. a movie. That's like the, yeah, yeah. the phone. Then you went off. Then you went. Then you went too populous on us. You know, yes. all eyes on me. <laughs> and yeah. then now you got interruptions. This is like a bad movie right now. It's a bad. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. No so. Doubt. So let's let, let's let's convene on Pastor Killer. What, yeah, what's yeah, yeah. Here, sir? Uh, hmm, hmm, hmm. I think I'm gonna stick with the phone that the phone that won't turn off. You sure be going with the phone thing? I phone. think so, bro. I think so. I th- I'm a, I'm the afraid phone. of the other two. I'm afraid of the other two. Okay. All right. This one okay. seems safe. Right. <laughs> okay. So there, there there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages, that's the song show. Graces with his presence with the phone that won't turn off. The floor is yours, sir. The floor is yours, sir. Well, you know, about a month ago, I was in church, um, and all of a sudden, my mom, she started to call me. Mm-hmm. And so it's right, the pastor's right in the middle of his message. He's, you know, he's on fire. He's he's declaring the word of God. And this phone just starts to go off. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to turn it off. I'm pressing the stop just trying to push <laughs> and literally it won't stop. So now I'm running up out between the aisles and I finally get it off, right? And the man of God, he makes a comment, the church starts laughing. And as I'm about to come back in, no, the phone starts to ring again. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the whole congregation. They're not looking at the pastor no more. They're all focused on me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to turn this phone off. And finally, I got the phone off. Um, and, and they were gracious with it. They were good. Um, everybody was laughing. That's good. Um, you know, but um, you know, it was a very awkward moment for me. Um, <laughs> right. I can laugh exactly. about it now, but I felt like crawling under the seat. <laughs> <laughs> I know those moments. Well, let me ask you a question though. Did you have a standard ring or did you have like a ring tone? No, I had like a ring tone, bro. Oh, oh. <laughs> so eyes on me. <laughs> I, I had a tone that call. it would. I'm definitely gonna hit. You're gonna hear it. You know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Wow. Hilarious. You had the customized ring, so everybody knows you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody the ring you. again. They gonna always. Dig your phone, brother. Dig your phone. As soon as they know, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, so now I just make sure I turn that phone off. I don't, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you for sure. Amazing. Yeah. There you yeah. have it. Sunday school. Yeah. Pastor Kassam, appreciate your time. Appreciate you sharing. Um, yeah. But no we're going to get into what we came to get into. We're going to talk about transitioning. So my first question to you is, where did you grow up? Mm. Um, I'm born and raised in the Bronx. I, 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 I was born in Jacoby Hospital in the Bronx. Um, uh, part of my life was in the Bronx. Um, and then 
um, maybe like the age of eight, nine, my mother moved out to Astoria, Queens. <laughs> so I've lived different places. I've lived in the Bronx um, um, a major part of my life. I moved out to Queens. I spent a little bit of time on Long Island, and then I ended up back in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. But before I moved to Virginia, I, I lived about eight years in Connecticut. So I had about four different um, places in my life in New York that I kind of grew up in. So did you grow up in a musical family? Actually, um, not really. Um, my grandfather, before he passed, I understood he could sing. Okay. My uncle Keith, before he died, he was very musical. He was into music, DJing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I did have some people in my family, um, but not like my wife, where she's like oh, yeah. every, all her family is, can sing. Yeah. Um, so I didn't have too many people in my family that I know of that could sing. So how did you get introduced to it? Like that that part of it, if, if it wasn't part of your your family, your everyday family life. Well, I think to be honest, you know, this, you know, having conversations with my mom, she said, you know, when you at first start talking, you started singing. So wow. really at a, at a at a young age, you know, she said you always were singing. Wow. Um, and it's so amazing because my younger son, Josiah, he's always yep. singing like he's yep. always singing. Um, so pretty much from when I was a toddler, I just started to do it. My mother said, when you started talking, you just started singing. And she said, I couldn't shut you up. You know, um, <laughs> it's just something I've always loved to do. That's what's up. Wow. Well, well, bro, let me ask you. So being that you grew up as a, well, you, you were singing, did you start Christian singing or was you singing just whatever was available? Oh, Christian singer. You got some people going to call Christian, Christian singer? singer. You know what they're going to talking yeah. on that one. That's, that was, that was, <laughs> that's every week. <laughs> well, you know, when I was younger, I was into... You know, I like different styles of music. So I okay. used to like jazz. I used to like hip hop. Um, I used to like R and B. I used to like blues. I used to listen to a lot of different music. Um, mm -hmm. growing up. So when I was younger, I really didn't just stick to Christian music. Okay. You know, I used to like Michael Jackson. Sure. I like Stevie Wonder. You know, I love the music. You know, That's so good. any music that was good music, you know, I liked it. You know, That's so good. when I was younger, I wasn't really you know, um, in in one vein, you know, um, I didn't just listen to Christian music. Matter of fact, gotcha. um, yeah, it was a certain period where I really started just listening to a lot of gospel and contemporary Christian. But when I was younger, I listened to all different types of music. I definitely, still like sure. different um, genres of sure, music sure. to this day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So were, you, did you, were you in that like in the choir phase in, in your earlier years, like singing in choirs and all that? I was, you know, um, you know, but when I met my wife, I actually met her in a community choir. Um, and so, um, you know, you know, singing in choirs, you know, my upbringing in a Pentecostal church, mm -hmm. you know, I was a part of a, um, a hundred voice choir. So I was very familiar with, you know, singing in choirs when I was growing up, you know, in my teenage years into my early adulthood. So singing in choirs, you know, when you look, when you look at church nowadays, you know, yeah. everything is like the praise and worship team. And yeah. I remember I was um I was mixing in a church in Virginia and they were a choir church, meaning mm. that they had the old folk choir, the youth choir, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah. choir, the mixed choir. It was different choirs. Mm -hmm. So I remember when they brought in a, a, another um a minister of music and he wanted to introduce um a praise and worship team. Yeah. And they called it, this is the crazy thing, they called it the warm-up. <laughs> so, not, not praise and worship. No, 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 no. It's the warm-up before the choir comes out and sings. <laughs> so, wow. Like the singing opener. in a choir is way different yeah. from singing in a praise and worship team. Like, how would you define the difference? Well, I think in the choir, for one, um... You know, I think the the sound, I think when you have a choir, you know, there's more vocal support. You know, there's um and there's a certain kind of um harmony, um, the arrangements of the song, um, the dynamics. Um, 
and the voices, you know, um, you know, there's a big difference between singing praise and worship in the choir. Um, right. And for instance, when you're in a choir, you have to really know your part. Right. Um, you have to really like there's an emphasis of skillfulness and mm-hmm. singing mm-hmm. and not just the ministry. You know, the ministry part is very important. You know, um, the, the, the anointing. Um, being led by the spirit, those are those are those are very important aspects of um singing. Yeah. But I think what can happen is we can forget about the skillfulness of singing. And I found that when you're in a choir, there's an emphasis of the right note, the right pitch, the right tone, um, making sure that you have your harmony parts, and you don't ha- and you're not able to hide behind the mic. Because a lot of times in a choir, you don't always have a mic in front of you. Right, 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 right. You kind of leaning on the person next to you. A lot of times, you know, as I remember, yeah. I remember singing in a choir, singing in choirs, and literally, it you, you would fake the note if you could, if 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 you oh, yeah. if you didn't have it, you would just go yeah. and listen <laughs> yeah. to the person next to you and be like, and then you get the note. But yeah. this, like you're right about the skillfulness of singing because yeah, a lot of times it's phrasing. It's timing. It's right. where to take the breath. It's where not to take the breath. It's where to hold a note. It's where the tonality is. It a chest? Is it your chest voice? Is it in your throat? Right. Is it, right. Is, your, is it your head voice? Um, are you crescendo, decrescendo? You know, is it oohs, ahs? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. what is the emotion of it? You know, how does it all melt melt together with the sopranos and the altos and, and a contralto? Sometimes you may have a few of those and your tenors, the different parts that happen in different sections of the song. And then on top of that, now you got a director. And the director is weaving everything together. So you really got to know right. your part. Right. Yeah. So true. Because it can change like that. Yeah. A lot more d- dynamics. A lot more dynamics. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So... How long were you at your previous church? I was at Dream Life for 26 years. Yep. Oh, I'm going to drop the mic. On you. <laughs> I don't I think, think you believe me, bro. I don't I think, think you I, believe me. I think I could drop the mic. Yeah, there. I, was, I was there for 26 years. I, I yeah, came, man. I was at, um, at tw- I was 22. Me and my wife first attended the first service. And when we when we um when we transitioned, we were um I was 48. That's 26 years. Yeah. Wow. Half of my life. Or more than half of my yeah, life. Yeah, more than half of your life, life literally. Right. right. That is right. Yeah. So when so when did you start in, in the music ministry portion of it? Wow. Um that was like um I would say. That was wasn't it kind of immediate. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of yeah, immediate. That was like immediate. Yeah, you know, soon really. We, once we once we joined, right? Um, we um we just we we just started connecting to different areas of ministry, and the praise and worship was actually one of the first areas of ministry that we joined. And, wow. But you came, but you also was singing in S and D, S and S and D, though. Right? No, no, I was singing in the community choir. In the community choir. Time. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it was called New Praise. Got you. Wow. Wow. So. Let's rewind. 26 years <laughs> in one church yeah. in the music ministry from the, from its inception. And now you find yourself 26 years later moving to another region. And what was that process like for you? Forget the region, but moving from to another ministry. Hmm. It was it was very difficult, you know. I'm gonna be honest. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it was a it was a difference because you know a lot of who I am today, um, and what I've learned in my walk with God came from Dream Life. You know, yeah. so you know what I what I've encountered, what I've experienced, what I received. You know, it will, it will always be a part of me. Um, right. It was a very hard transition. It was it's very difficult because of what we felt we were leaving behind. Um, because the reality is, what 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 we were getting at Dream Life, it's not common. Right. Um, the impartations. It's true. Um, the leadership, the integrity. Um, it's not a common thing. So, 
you know, it was very challenging. And even to even now, it can still be. It, it's it's there are moments when it's been challenging. Um, transition's not easy, um, especially when you're transitioning away from something that was incredible, something that was that was good, something that was blessing you, something that was imparting you, and yet you feel God is saying, "Okay, I need you to transition." Mm-hmm. Um, that's a hard thing to do. Wow. What allowed you to get through it, though? Or what is what, what's um, allowing well, I think you to the get first through thing, it? I mean, continuous. The, the, the first thing, process. the first key to it is, I knew that God was in it. I, I knew that this decision that I was making, it wasn't an impulsive decision. Like a lot of people, when they transition, they transition for all the wrong reasons. You know, a lot of people transition because they're offended. Mm-hmm. They transition because they're impulsive. But trust me when I tell you, this decision that I made. It took a lot of prayer. It took a lot of contemplation. It wasn't like something we just did in a moment. It right. was something that I knew we had to do, but um, it was something that I had to really weigh um, and look at. And I think the main thing was I knew God was in it, and I was at and and there was a peace when I finally made the decision. Right. Um, and that was an indicator to me that because I was at peace with my decision. Like my soul wasn't um, in turmoil after making a decision. I felt peaceful, and I know that that's w- one of the ways the Holy Spirit, he, 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 you know, that you're in God's will is there's a peace, there's a right, right. there's that's a right. rest. Yeah, you know. So that was one of the key things that brought a comfort to me. And then my and then also my wife, she was in agreement. You know, um, you know. So I think those are factors that um kind of helped us, um, even though it was difficult. Right, yeah. right. And then there was the, uh, there was something on the other end of it that neither oh. doesn't need to be, you know, revealed. But that in and of itself, uh, I watched you through the years having to deal with those situations, but always intermittently, you know what I'm saying, having to stop. Yeah. And then saying, okay, I got to go run and go do this now. And it, yeah. you can see the turmoil. You can see like, wow, even though it's, it may not, it, it's, a, it's a rough situation. I just, he, he still got to deal with that. But I also see that it was, it was a pull on the other end of it. It's like, wow, but I still need to be here. I still need to do this. I still need to handle my responsibility, but I got to go do that. And um, yeah. so even when you, when you made the statement, you was like, when you, when you told us, was, yo, I'm about to transition. I was like, that's it's a it's a I know it's a painful thing, but I know it's a good thing. And then the fruit thereof, hopefully you can get around to talking about the fruit that came thereof, um, that you saw after the transition, that was even more confirmation, you know, that yeah. you understand. Know so yeah. Yeah. So so what do you think? So when you got to so so when you so you so you get to your new your, your, the next region of the next phase of your life, pretty much next page um did you find a church immediately like what was that process like for you well in the beginning i i didn't um we were we were looking you know actually there was a a, a, a church that you actually had recommended that i check out and um i was trying to reach out i was calling um and, and during that time with the pandemic right. not every church was really open right so after several attempts of trying to reach out to that ministry, you know, my wife suggested we go to the church we're going to now because one of her closest friends growing up used to attend that church and mm. she passed away during the pandemic. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, wow. she passed away during the pandemic. And so my wife was watching the funeral via Zoom in the middle of the pandemic. And she was really impressed by the pastor, the church, and how they did the home going for her friend. And so she said, babe, why don't we just go and visit that church that, you know, my friend um, attended. And so we went on a Sunday. Wow. And um, we've been we've been going ever since. That's dope. Wow. That's dope. Wow. Wow. So did you how long did it take for them to figure out that (laughs) of of your gifts? Well, I think the thing about it is um, when we first started going, we were just visiting. And um, we didn't commit right away. It, it must have been, to be honest, about a good five, six months before we actually joined. 
And I think the reason was is I had reservations. Like I didn't just want to commit to something and not really be sure um, that that's what God wanted us to do. Um, and then also I struggled because the ministry was a lot. It's very different from what I came from. Right. Um, and different doesn't mean bad. It just means it's different, right. you know? And so, um, and, and I, and, and I also wanted a chance to kind of decompress. Right. Um, because you're talking about 26 years of functioning, of mm-hmm. running, yeah. of doing a lot. And this was like a first time in my life where I really had a chance to kind of sit back, go to church and really <laughs> not be past the Kassan, so to speak. But now I'm this brother Kassan. Right. Right. And it right. allowed me to really refocus my personal walk with God. Right. Right. You know, now I'm not responsible for, you know, anybody else at this season of my life. Now it gives me an opportunity to really revalue, reassess my walk and refocus, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, especially coming out of 2020, you know, um, uh, yeah, you know, so, you know, that's, that was pretty much it. So to be honest, people didn't know right away. Um, it was the pastors that found out because in our first meeting with them, when we joined, um, you know, he asked us about what do we do in our former churches? And, you know, he saw the accident and we told them we sang, and so they asked us to sing. So we started to sing for them. And they started to record it. And they said, you guys got to be a part of the praise and worship. And wow. um, and he said, we're going to connect you to, you know, Pastor Emery. And that's that's where it began. Right, right. The funny thing is, like, I was um, I was I was on Facebook and I'm and I'm tuning in. I'm watching, I'm watching the service, right? And I'm watching it. And I'm like, and I and I and I know voices. I look over to the right. And I'm like, talking to my wife. I was like, yo, that's Pastor Kassan. Are you sure? I said, yeah, I know his. I said, yo, there's his wife right there in the middle. That's her. He was like, she was like, that is her. That is her. That's crazy. And I'm like, and I and I'm picking the voices out. I'm like, yeah, they done found out. <laughs> they done found out. So what what was the biggest difference when? Because you, you come from a, a music ministry where you were like leading, where you were like revolving um, praise and worship teams at our church. And now you come to another church. Um, what was the biggest difference that you found? Well, I think the, the I think the difference is, you know, you are like you said, when I when I was a dream, life, I was a leader, you know. Um, right. And so now I'm coming to a new church. I'm not in a leadership position. Um, now I just have to be faithful. I have to be humble. Um, and I just have to offer my gifts. And I don't think everyone is able to do that when they were in a leadership position. Um, right, right. You know, being a leader and then transitioning to another ministry where you're not a leader, um, that's that's very humbling. It is, yeah. You know, you know but, you know, I think that because of what I, I learned and being a leader, I understand that leadership is not about title. Um, it's really about influence and it's about who God has called you to be. So I don't need a title to be a leader. I'm, I'm, I'm a leader now, you right. know, it's just in a different capacity, right? you know, but I think that, you know, it's different. And then I think too, with the praise of, with this team is, uh, it's a lot more, um, different types of music that we do, you okay. know? Um, and I like the versatility. I like the fact that we, we can do praise and worship, sound worship, but we also do songs that are more choir. Okay. Um, you know, so we do hymns. I mean, so there's a whole, whole repertoire yeah. that, you know, is at our disposal. That is a lot different. I think that that to me is the most, um, one of the biggest differences is that, the range and the different styles of singing that I'm doing now in comparison to what I was doing before is a lot different. So what was that first Sunday like ministering when you, you were exposed to all these different styles? Like how was your voice afterwards? 
you know, in the beginning, it was it was like, wow, we that's when you really realize, like, like coming to this ministry and singing with with the team that I'm a part of in the freedom and working with a, a, um, someone as talented and as gifted as Pastor Emery, it really shows you how lazy you were when you were singing. Wow. Because now it's like there are no, there are no holes, no whole bars. Like he, the expectation. And the thing I like about um, our leader in freedom, um, Pastor Emery, is that he sees what you're capable of and he doesn't, he doesn't let you off the hook with anything less than that. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, so once he knows that you can do something, he's not going to let you go back. Yeah, he's, you're not, he's not, not going to let, let you off the hook. You. That's good. He, he knows like, no, I know you can do this. So I'm going to pull that out of you. So whether that's your range, mm-hmm. whether that's the pitch, whether that's the tone, like there are no excuses. Like, wow. <laughs> You know, so wow, that's dope. it's really put a demand on me to really, and I was used to that when I was in the community quite years right. ago. Right. But now it's like my voice is actually getting stronger because my muscles, I'm using muscles that I wasn't using before. Right. 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 And I think that a lot of times when you when 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 you when you, when you have an anointed leader who can really sing and who has a really good ear and can yeah. really arrange. Mm. Because yeah. a lot of times you you, you, you have leaders or, or praise and worship leaders that have great technique, but have minimum anointing. You know what I mean? Or you have people yeah. with a lot of anointing and like no technique. Right. But when yeah. you get a combination of like- of both. Of both. And I know, cause I've been in the room and seen him do it. Um, he's really using his gift like to its fullest full, to its fullest level and on top of that he can really 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 sing yes, like he can he can really sing and i i'm trying to get him more to show i've been sending him texts and all kind of stuff <laughs> like i'm trying to get him more to show because i just think i just think he's amazing it's like his gift is just so rare you know what i mean because it's yeah. powerful at the same time and soft in the next moment. Mm, you know what I mean? That's dope. Like yeah. he goes where the spirit goes. And, that's, like, and that's what I dig about him as, as a leader because I know he pushing y'all because I because I could I could hear it. Wow. Because wow. I can I can I can hear I could hear you. And it's like 10 of you guys, and I can hear you. Wow. See what I'm saying? I know your tone. I can hear you. I was like, oh. Hmm. You push it. Cause I know. Cause I know you push it. Because yeah. you wasn't pushing like that. Because no. you didn't have to. I didn't have to. Right. 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 And that's it. And that's the, and that to me, that's so what is that this whole experience? What is it? What is the biggest lesson that's taught you? Um the biggest lesson, you know, is that you know. I think for me, my biggest lesson is in this has been, you know, on a personal note, don't don't find your identity in what you do. Mm. Because when you're not doing it, it really begins to expose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that when I wasn't doing anything like I was at the in in my in 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 um before the transition. It, it was so strange to me. It was so uncomfortable. Um, and I had to really take a look at that, you know? And it's not that I, I don't need to, to serve and I don't need to function because I understand the value of serving, but I also noticed that sometimes God will put you on the shelf for a season of your life. Yeah. And, and that's what happened. Like literally God have, has me on the shelf. Like everyone now doesn't know who I am. Right. You know, and and that's a good thing because yeah. I feel like what it's doing for me is pushing me deeper into him. Right. Right. Um so, you know, I think for me the biggest lesson that I've learned is that even if I'm not doing the things that I'm doing, I'm still who God says I am. Right. And there's going to come a season where I'm not going to be 
hidden like I am now. But, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things God spoke to me is he said, I just want you. He said, don't focus on what you're going to get in this ministry. I just want you to focus on what you're going to give. Right. And so I'm in a season where just be faithful. Just, you know, just serve. You know, right, God right. said, I just want you to serve and be faithful and, you know, and be committed. And, you know, so that that's, you know, that's what I'm doing. What I've learned in Dream Life, now I'm I'm bringing it there. And, you know, and and, I, and my man of God, my woman of God, they they recognize it. You know, you know, you know, one of the things that he said to me that was so incredible, he said, you know, I know that you guys come here full. And what he was trying to say to us was like, I know that you bring a lot, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's still us, you know, recognizing that, you know, we're servants. And, you know, right. and I remember a quote and I never forgot it. It said, a servant never gets offended when he's treated like one. Mm. Mm. Good. And so sometimes leaders don't like it when they're treated like servants. Right. But yeah, that's yeah. really what a leader is. Yeah. And yeah. so I feel like this has reminded me of what serving really is about. Wow. Hey, Pastor, I wanted to ask a question. Um like for that addition, that other pastor that's listening even right now, what are some of the blessings that you found in your season of transitioning? Like what what were some of the things that came into your life that you recognized would have never have come had not this transition took place? Well, I think for one, God has connected me, you know, I have a, you know, it's almost like having a, two worlds. Like I still have incredible relationships from where I left, mm -hmm. but God is also connecting me with incredible relationships and the new place that God has brought me in, you know, and that was a cry in my heart. I said, God, you know, I'm in a new place. I'm in a new city, a new state. I don't really have any friends here. And so God has begun to connect me with other, you know, um, men of God. Um, my wife is connecting with other women of God. And so one of the first blessings I see is increased relationships. That's good. Um, you know, but also God is opening up doors. I mean, I would have never started a radio show probably right. if I didn't come here. So now I, I'm starting, I, I got my own radio show. Um, that's a, that's a venue. I, I never even thought of, I never even considered opening that door where I'm, you know, I'm still able to preach. I'm still able to teach. I'm still able to be a voice right. for the kingdom of God, but it's just in a different venue. So I know that that probably wouldn't have happened if I didn't transition. And um, I just had a meeting with a brother in Portsmouth where he wants me to partner with him. And some of the things that he wants to do is incredible. Mm. Um wow. It's really incredible. It's like God has opened up so many doors. I'm about to start going into the prisons um, and minister to people in prison. Um, I have a brother who wants me to partner with him with a program that he's doing. He literally has a place called the Dream Center. Wow. Where he goes into communities and he um, he ministers to people that are forgotten. Um, and, um, he said, I want you to, you know, um, I want you to partner with me. I want you to help me to, um, so to run this program. Um, and, um, so, you know, I told him, I, I pray over it, you know, cause it was an awesome responsibility, but these are things that I, I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to do it. Um, so those are just a couple of things that I just see God, um, just doing in my life. That's what's up. So tell us more about the radio show. Like, how, like, what is it about? And what's your... Well, the name of the show is called Living with Godly Solutions. And so um, it's, a, it's a show where, you know, I just want to, you know, share with people, you know, different topics from a godly biblical perspective, you know, um, you know, and just, you know, get people to know that, you know, the solution that you're looking for is in God, you know, so... That's the focus, really talking about everyday living, but from a godly perspective um, that, you know, looking at the word of God for the solutions and the answers to whatever you're facing. That's good. Amazing. 
Amazing. How can so, people um, get in contact? How can they listen to it? Um, well, what they can do is there's an app called christianlifers.com. Okay. Um, they can download, and um, the name of the radio station is called Christian Life Radio Station. It was actually a, a sister that I, I got introduced to. She has her own radio station, and it's incredible in Norfolk, um, Virginia. Um, and so the best way would be to download that app, um, okay. but also Facebook Live. You can actually go on Facebook Live, and the show is every Monday at 6 o'clock. That's what's up. Amazing. Amazing. That's what's up. Amazing. Hey, brother, I... We really appreciate your time <laughs> yeah, and knowledge. If you had to, if you had to say one thing to to a person who's in this process, um, what would you say to them? I would say, number one, just know that God was the one that led you into the transition, and that if 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 God has led you there, then you have to trust God with your future. You know, a lot of times when we're stepping out in a transition, there's a lot of unknowns that we're not, we don't know all the puzzles. Like when I stepped out and I left, I didn't know what was in store for me. But you never know what God has for you until you take the step. And so what I would say is once you know that God is in something, then you have to trust him in the journey, not just the destination. I think the hardest part is, Trusting God in the journey, and that takes faith. That takes um, that I'm going to trust God, even though I don't know fully where I'm going. All I know is God has given me the release and the green light to go. But on the other side of go is the provision, it's the relationships, it's the things that God has um, planted for you on that on that journey. So. Just know that in the process is going to be some discomfort, but right. God is with you in that process. Sure, sure. Man, man, man. That's good. Well, brother, thank you for your time. Yeah, um, man. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your gifting. Appreciate your, your knowledge that you brought, you bring to the audience. We're going to get into 30 seconds of going. We got a special guest. I got to yeah. go get him. He's going to um, go get him. Let's go get him. Hold on. Go get him, bro. <laughs> so, uh, Pastor Man, um, I appreciate you though. Sincerely, I appreciate you. And, I, and it's funny because you know you can be away from somebody, but you can see growth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every time, I, every time I come into contact with you, I see growth. I see a greater hunger, a greater desire, and um, you know, just a, a, a thirst after God, which is which for me. Watch I need out to, now, I, I need boy. To, uh -oh. Look at here. Here we go. Here we go. That was a little brown here. Hey, Pastor, what's going on? Brenner called me. He said, uh, Brenner called me. He said he going to do, do that thing you always like me to do here, y'all. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Who that boy right there on the screen you got there? That, that is Pastor Kassam Weldon. Oh, we got three pastors in here today. Yeah, buddy. We got Pastor Kassam, <laughs> Pastor Killer, and I'm Pastor Brown. Basil Brown, Basil Brown. <laughs> but I'm ready for that 30 second thing, boy. You ready, sir? Oh, Lord. 39 seconds. Go get it. Go oh, get it. Go get it. All, All right. right. All right. All right. So uh, tell, a, tell, a, tell a boy what we're doing here, boy. All right, sir. So 30 seconds <laughs> and going. Is, like like we talked about earlier, the rapid fire question. It's just, yes, you know, um, Oh. The difference is, you'll see, you'll see, you'll love it. It's nothing to feel, you know, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Yeah, a lot of people get afraid, afraid when it's, it's time be for afraid, this. Lord, be afraid, Lord. <laughs> He's saying, be afraid. Listen to me. And make sure you're afraid, boy. Don't be afraid. Don't your soul there, boy. Watch out there. So, yeah, man, you're going to have a wonderful time. Just be prepared to answer truthfully. <laughs> All right, now, we're going to do that 37 and go. Here we go. Question number one. You know you like them big meats, there, boy. <laughs> you like turkey wing or chicken wing? I like turkey wings. Turkey. I, I told you he liked them big meats, boy. You right. told you he told you gonna pick chicken wing. All right. Question number two. Be this thing here, huh? <laughs> Pick an area of hip hop 
that best describe you. Uh, let me see the one here. B-Boy, Breakdancer, DJ, MC Graffiti. He said Graffiti? Graffiti. Like bad foot. Not graffiti. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I read it wrong. <laughs> yes, sir. It's all good. Which, which one best describes you, sir? Um, I would say MC Graffiti. <laughs> oh, MC Graffiti. It's a new day. His name is MC Graffiti. All right. Question number three. Top three male gospel artists in the 90s. Mm. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Top three. I got Mahalia Jackson, you know, Mahalia. She from my town. In the 90s? She's from my town. I ain't say the 90s. Uh, my uh, town. And we said male, didn't we? He said male. Hey, listen. I, I got <laughs> I say, I'm going to leave it alone. Oh, I'm going to leave it alone. She was a big I girl. say Dabble Coley. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, that's Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Richard Smallwood. Woo! Yeah. And, um... Hmm. Hezekiah Walker. Oh, Hezekiah okay. Walker. Okay, okay that's pretty, that pretty good there. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Question number four. Star Trek or Star Wars? Hmm. Oh, that's a tough one. But, but Star Wars was more of my favorite, so I picked Star Wars. Star Wars. Okay. Oh, yeah. He ain't, when, he ain't on the track. He on the wall. He, wall. Wall. <laughs> The wall of spirit. He's the warfare. Oh, yes. It's uh, not a trucker. He, yes. he picked okay. the right thing. Talk to no my bikes. heart there, boy. That's yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, this is question number five. This is the last one right here. This is deep, deep down in your soul. Pick the favorite book, your favorite book in the Old Testament. One book? What did I say? I said a book, right? Didn't I say book? I said a book. One okay, book. so I say the my favorite book would be I would say Psalms. Psalms. Mm. Mm. Why you big Psalms, there, boy? That's a lot of reading. There's a lot of tra- <laughs> there's a lot of chapters in that thing, there, boy. Well, it's a lot of reading, but. What I like about the Psalms is that in the book of Psalms, it's a lot of emotion. It's a lot of expression. Mm-hmm. And it's a book where it doesn't matter what you feel and you're, you're, you're going to find yourself there, whether it be joy, sadness, grief. And it just shows me that God, he embraces the totality of who we are, mm-hmm. no matter what season we are. Mm-hmm. That's dope. You know what, Pastor Kill? Yes, sir. You told me he was a pastor. He a real passive boy. Yeah, man. He be talking about emotion. Talk about joy and pain like Frank and Beverly. He talk about <laughs> heart and soul. Look at here. That boy passive. He know the word of God there, boy. Yes, he does. Well, that's yeah, it right, right there, boy. 30 seconds <laughs> and gone, boy. 30 seconds and Look gone. Look at here. Hey, Pastor <laughs> K-Song, it's good to meet you there, boy. Like to see you, you too, back sir. here one day in the futures. We will talk about the New yes. Testament. What you know about that? You know about that New Testament. <laughs> you know when Jesus showed up, but he showed up on the scene there, boy. Touched down <laughs> in your heart, in your heart, in your heart, deep down in there. Touch me in the heart. I gotta go. Gotta go. We love you. Gotta go. Cease. Cease. Gotta go. Bless you. God bless your bless heart, you. yeah, boy. God bless you, sir. Bless you, bless you, bless you. <laughs> this has been you 30 guys, seconds. <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> Go on. Man, listen, Pastor Brown show up every I'm now and then. Crazy, man. He show up every now it's and then. Crazy, man. Bro, where you was at, man? Yo, you gotta... Hey, listen, man. He put me in a listen, closet because he was done, man. He's, he's strong for all Let me tell you something, man. You got to stop letting that brother... Strong. Get I just in the Lord. He's back. strong. Take like back. Old man scrimp. Old man scrimp. Scrimp. Like old man's trust. <laughs> well, Pastor Kassan, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Um, for joining us. I pray that someone was really blessed this by this. It's my pleasure. I had a good time tonight with you guys, man. Awesome. Awesome. What I'd like to do is maybe you can close us out in prayer. Um, oh. for that for that one person that may be listening that really needs to hear something um from the Lord in this area of transition in their life. So, yeah. Well, cool. okay. 
Father God, we just want to thank you tonight, Father God, for tonight's show. And Father, I thank you, Father God, for every man and woman that will be listening to this podcast. Mm -hmm. Father, you know where we are. You know our future. You know our beginning and our end. But Father, I pray that you would journey with every man and every woman that is transitioning in one place or another in their life. Father, whether it be from a job, whether it be from a relationship, whether it be from a ministry, whether it be from one state to another, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would navigate them through that transition, that even in the midst of transitional struggles and pains, Father God, the divine encourager called the Holy Spirit would help them, would comfort them, would strengthen them, and would give them the guidance that they need. Father God, in the transition. Father, I thank you, Father God, for helping those who are in that place even now. And Father, on the other side of the transition will be your favor, will be a blessing, will be your increase, will be open doors. And Father God, most important, Amen. 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 Well, we're going to say it like we always say. Yeah. Keep God first in everything you do. Everything. See you next time on the Church Sound Podcast. Bless y'all. Peace.